Welcome to the Front Runner Podcast with your hosts, Ray Mayfield and Tierra Jones, two engineers who went from coworkers to in-laws and now business partners, creating a safe space to be open and honest about what it really takes to start and run a business. We know it's easier said than done, but you were built for this and you are not alone. Join us each week to hear stories, lessons learned, and strategies from trusted advisors and new and seasoned entrepreneurs on how to endure the marathon of entrepreneurship. Peace, y'all. This is Ray. This is Tierra. And thank you for joining us again on another great episode. Uh, So Tierra, tell us what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of knowing what you're what you want as a return on investment, you know, from your business. And so really identifying that up front. Um, And oftentimes we always look at money as being uh, the return on investment and the things that we put in our business. And, you know, that is important because if you're not making money, you don't have a business. However, it it's more than that. And um, you will notice that people who do thrive in their businesses and really succeed and, you know, have years and years in their business are from people that don't just focus on the money. There are so many other things that you can get a return on that could be so beneficial, you know, to your life. Because, you know, there's a, a lot of millionaires, a lot of rich people out there that have a lot of money but have nothing else and they're miserable. Absolutely. So Facts. We don't want that in our business. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, you know, you 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 think of it like this, right? Um you know, I, again, I'm going to give you guys kind of a passage from a book probably every time we talk. So he, those hundred books, y'all, he's trying to get, <laughs> just, so he might as well share Just it. deal with it. Just <laughs> deal with it. You hear me? Nah. Uh, so um, I can't remember the book. Um, uh, I want to say it was one of Napoleon Hill's book, and he and Andrew Carnegie were having a conversation in the book. And um, I think Napoleon Hill asked Carnegie, like, what is the what is the key to his success? And he said, the greatest service that one can render to God is by helping others. So you look at, you look at, you know, you can't do anything in this world without money, right? There's just be upfront and honest about it. You can, right? But you can't, you, you, it's hard to do things in the world without money. So while money is important to grow in your business, there should be a, a, a definite chief aim that doesn't really touch on the finances, right? You may, you may have a longer vision where you need to make some money to do something else to help people. Um, but you know, you know, don't, don't make the dollar bill, the number one reason why you're starting your business is it can be a part of it, but it shouldn't be the primary chief objective of your company. Right. Absolutely. And so you can think of, you know, for example, you're starting this business to really, you know, grow your confidence. Like, you know, you're good at something, but this is going to push it to a whole nother level. And, you know, speaking on confidence, I know there's oftentimes where we will, you know, dim our light. And I know we've talked about this conversation of humble, you know, being humble, not being humble or whatever. And uh, oftentimes you will diminish yourself and diminish your light Mm -hmm. because you don't want to come off as conceited. However, you know, uh, we are children of God and hmm. uh, he has made us in his image. And so well, we are what we are. We are amazing. Um, and we are good at what he's given us. Right. I mean, he give he gave us those gifts for a reason hmm. to use them into, you know, to a sense to flaunt them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Stun on them. Stun Exactly. On them. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to put yourself in this uncomfortable position of starting a business mm-hmm. and showing up and showing out and showing people all, you know, everything that you have to offer in order to grow your confidence. And sometimes um, it's, it's hard to do that unless you, you know, take that risk and, you know, take that first step. And so look at that as, 
And maybe that might be one thing that you're trying to get as a return on, you know, starting the business that you want. Um, also growing your faith. Yeah. I'm like it was a big faith walk for me in all of this. Okay. <laughs> still, still <laughs> it is. Still is. Yeah. And it pushes me every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I mean, you know, I, I have an idea of how I think things are going to play out and um, how I want people to respond to things that we do and um, opportunities that we take. But there's times where there's a long time to de- delay, which it was with us, you know, <laughs> almost like a year and a half till things really mm-hmm. uh, started moving. And, you know, one of the opportunities that we were pursuing and it was a faith walk. And, you know, in the beginning, I, you know, I kind of gave myself you know, over to God entirely and was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, it's, it's going to, it's going to be challenging. And it's like, I wasn't, I didn't want to, you know, pray for, for patience and things like that. But I knew I'm like, this is going to significantly grow (laughs) my faith. Okay. Uh, in ways and just starting a business in general and starting a business with right. Okay. (laughs) Just be honest about it. So, um, um, (laughs) But I mean, but there's just there's just other things that you can think about um, for the reason that you start your business and what you want to get out of your business um, that is going to be, you know, very beneficial and you continuing it. OK, because when those times when you're making all the money, but you don't have any type of satisfaction anywhere else with mm-hmm. what you're doing, mm-hmm. the money's not going to be enough to keep you um, in the game. Boom. I, I, that's a great point. I was going to say the same thing, but I know people who have went into business and become very successful and, and their thing is how do people live without money? And it's like, you know, when, when you, when you make money, you can get to a place where you're comfortable and you take your eyes off the ball, right. And everything else, um, that you built kind of falls apart. So you really have to be careful and diligent in that regard. Right. And, um, you know, again, no, don't get me wrong, man. Your thing is your thing. Tier tier not thing is a tier not thing, right? And money money is is important, but it's not the primary motivation and objective. Um, we're very blessed. Um, I, we don't have many wants or needs that aren't we're not able to meet. Um, but when you think of it uh, in that perspective, uh, we have gifts to share with people that is um, you know some knowledge, experience, and wisdom. So you know that's our thing with our company, and that's what we intend to do. Um, you know, it, it's more of a, uh, you know, we don't have really employees. We have, you know, team members, we have, you know, people who are going to help add to what we're building and what we're developing and what this is going to transition into is going to be something significant. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, while, while Tara is a consummate planner, <laughs> my plans go in increments of five years, right? So I know where I want to be in five years, 10 years and 15 years from now. And, um, you know, the, the path to achieve that is, hard work, dedication, um, and it's going to take a little bit of money. But again, there's a chief aim outside of money that I want to achieve in, in the next, you know, 15 years in increments of five, right? So, you know, just just, just remember that, you know, if, if I've seen people who, again, you know, whose primary motive has been money and when they, they get what what they think is enough, um, they get lazy and they take the eye off the ball and things don't go according to uh, plan. Right. Absolutely. And there's oftentimes we'll get into business um, to solve, you know, a problem or issue that we have ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. you end up creating a product because, you know, you're working with the kids or something and you can't find something that 
that will help you in your day to day, you know, <laughs> with you, yeah. you know, raising your kids and things yeah. like that, you know, diff- different reasons why. So it was like, let me create. There's nothing out there. I can't find nothing on Amazon or anywhere right. else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me create this, yeah. you know, my dad wants so. And so, um, you know, that that could be it just to solve a problem that you have. Mm-hmm. And that will in turn bring money, you know, into your family, into whatever else you have going on. And so there are so many, you know, other reasons why. And with us, like having people that we could go to having really, you know, because the other side of strategic site consulting is uh, we do government contracting and things mm-hmm. like that. And I have I had yet to find a government contractor that I could go and work for uh, or work with that, you know, kind of just let you be you. And it just all the other people that I work for was just so strict. And you have to say this this way, wear this, do mm-hmm. that. And it's mm-hmm. just it's suffocating. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, well, like it's especially in that in between time when I kind of hit my limit at my last job. And Ray was just like, Oh, just come work for me. I was like, yeah, okay, come work with me. I was like, I don't know. I went searching. I spent so many hours <laughs> trying to find another job. And God, was just like, God extended all, work. Look, God extended all the branches and you knocked it away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that goes back into, you know, being able to I, accept that joking. out. No, was, but in joking. a way it's kind of said, it took me time to get around to it. Yeah. Um, but I end up solving, you know, a problem of my own. Like mm-hmm. when when people come to work, you know, with us, you're working with us. You're yeah. not working for us. Right, right. And you can be you. You are your your own boss. I know we joke a lot about mm-hmm. Ray being my boss and things like that. <laughs> but one thing that's different, you know, with us, like you're in your own lane. Like if, if you're going to be working with us, we trust you enough to get the job done. So right. if you need to take time off, you need to do that. Okay, sure. But just make sure you get the job done. That's you're it. your own boss. That's okay. It. And we just want to empower people to, you know, really uh, be that for themselves and feel comfortable to do that and have the freedom to, you know, suggest different things or have the freedom to come to us and be like, look, this isn't working or I don't like how this is going. We want you to do that. You know, in other companies, you do that, you're gone. Yeah. And so um, one of the things for us, uh, we don't have to do the government contracting, but I want to stay in it because I want to solve the issue I had that mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of other people out there that have like you, sure. you really um, are, you know, invested in mm-hmm. the mission mm-hmm. when it comes to the public sector, but it's like, man, like I want to do it, but but y'all are killing me here. Like, yeah, like yeah, I want, yeah. I want to do this with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, you 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 create the you want to create a culture, right, around, right. around your company, right? And it's like you really want to have like a, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like a boss academy. It's almost like a leadership academy. So it's like you know, while you may come in, you know, one way with one one way of thinking, like our intentions are to help sharpen you too, so you can see what your true plan and purpose is in life and go get it. Um, you know, it, it's an amazing thing to, to be in the position to help people. Um, I work for an employer. Um, you know, before ten, I started a company. Um, who was who was similar to the same and. The opportunity presented itself and he didn't stop it from happening. And, you know, that, that, that's one thing I think, you know, um, that's how everybody should be, even if it eats into your own pocket. Right. I mean, some some lessons you're going to pay for and sometimes you're going to be in a position to help somebody else get what they want. You know, just just welcome both of them. in. it's it's a humbling and beautiful experience to see, um, you know, and, um, you know, hate get you nowhere, man. So why even bother doing it, especially on an individual who can help you further down the road. And that's how you should look at it, man. You know, you should transition yourself into more of a mentor perspective. And that's the approach you should take, you know, when you're dealing with, um, you know, onboarding people on, in, whether it's into your company or the people you come in contact with outside of your company and in, in, in an environment where you're talking about entrepreneurship and in, in your business a little bit. Right. Absolutely. That, that culture piece. And that's another thing of, um, you know, getting out the noise of, other cultures and things that you've been into because uh, for a second I found myself kind of 
sinking back into what I was used to with the other companies. And I was just like, "Mm -mm, this is why you started this. You're not going to start that. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to do that right. (laughs) Just because they did it this way or um, because like it it got to the point where I didn't even want to um, do the things that I loved doing anymore. Like the reason why I ended up going to school for engineering, all things like that, because they made me hate it because they put so many different, you know, stipulations on me and told me that, you know, I couldn't write about this and things like that. And so like with our newsletter that I highly suggest that you sign up for, it's pretty fire. Good stuff. Um, But um, I, I just go with what God gives me. And I know in the sense when people say, you know, planning out your content and you have to (laughs) um, make sure that it's done in advance and things like that. Y'all, when he gives it to yeah. me, he gives it to me. That's it. So, and I cannot, like, if I try to force it, it's trash. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just have to, like, sit in the place and let him tell me whatever it is he wants me, you know, to share with That's others it. and write that. Don't try to change it out because, you know, before I would be, like, editing, like, no, nah, I can't say that or, you know, different things like that. Or I don't, I can't talk about that. But, like, no, that's why we started this business Um, in all aspects is to do what God told us to do. And sometimes that it can be difficult you know, with some employers to to walk in that and be comfortable with walking in mm-hmm. that with the risk that they may end up they may end up letting you go. Yeah. Um and so Small I just price wanted to, pay. to yeah, exactly Small price to pay though. Exactly. You know? Especially because, you know, I I look, y'all, I ain't playing around with God, okay? I'm just <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it in no aspects. And so I've been he has taught me so many lessons. And so when it when it came to it and when it came to, you know, my belief system and then what this job wanted me to do, there were some times that I came up against that. And there was times where I had to like sit in front of the CEO and be mm-hmm. like, you don't understand for them to sit there and tell me you're making the biggest mistake, you know, of wow. your career walking wow. away from here. And I'm just like, OK, yeah. you can say that. But I know what God has told nice. me to do. And I know that this season is up. You nice. may not understand it, um, but my relationship with God is much stronger mm-hmm. than what you think this job is doing for me. And so I I, I was say grateful. It. Yeah, that I was able to get to the place where that didn't intimidate me, that mm-hmm. didn't paralyze me, you know, in my decisions. And I was still able to respectfully, you know, walk away without burning a bridge or anything like that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I had similar to the same happen to me once. I was leaving the a government contracting company and the vice president for the program came down to see me and said, uh, you know, I, I was going to work for X company. I was going to make this much money. He said, they're not going to pay you and you'll be back. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, okay. I was like, got it. And that, that was it for me. Um, and that, that it's crazy. Cause at that point with that company, I think I'd been like five years and, um, I like to think I was pretty, um, instrumental in transitioning the way that that program ran, um, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And I gave a lot to it, right? I, I gave a lot of time. I gave a lot of energy to it. And then that's the response I get when it's like, Hey man, like I'm not being compensated adequately. I found another opportunity. I'm achieving. I would love to stay here. Can you match? You're not going to pay that. You'll be back. Got it. I'm out. And it's a, but it's a liberating thing when you break those chains and really uh, your mind, you break those chains in your mind and you're not going to be intimidated to be pushed or bullied into, you know, not, not walking the path you want to walk. Um, that's a, a transition. Yeah. That's what I appreciate about millennials nowadays. A lot of people give them flack, but I think they've, uh-huh. they've figured it out early, right? They're, they're, they don't have to go to school to get degrees, to get master's degrees, to be successful. All this technology is here. They, they they understand how to use it and they take advantage of it, um, to make money to, to, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a generational gap, but you have to look at the generation uh, before you and see their struggle apply it to how you live and then look what they've learned. Uh, the millennials have figured out, you know, 
a couple of generations down the road. So it's pretty impressive, man. It uh, is. And they're, they're, they have their problems. <laughs> but what generation? Hey, hey, but hey. What, what me being a millennial. Are you, <laughs> are you a millennial? I am. Oh, <laughs> it all makes sense. It all makes sense now. Yeah, well, no, definitely. Yeah, no, okay. I'm proud of I'm not switching. But that's, but that's, but that's fact. So like they, they figured it out. Like you don't, there, there are... There are easier ways to be successful now than there were when you know we were coming. My generation was you got to go to college, you got to get a degree, you got to get a job, got to get a house, got to get married, got to get debt, got to die. It's like it's no, it's like it's like you know there's check marks in life. The millennials now are like yo, I figured out how to be a, a real entrepreneur. At and 13, I have any of that, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, young and younger, a lot younger. So that's 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 uh, I applaud that. Yeah, and, and that you know, keeping on that same topic, um, with you know, working with Ray and other people that I worked with since they were older and things like that, there were a lot of people that had you know PhDs and were doctors, and there was oftentimes in meetings where you know, in a sense, I kind of felt like I couldn't even speak up because I didn't have you know, that status or whatever. But um, I'm thankful that, you know, God is starting to, to break me out of that, you know, mindset and that mental thinking of you don't need that. Like you actually have better ideas than they do without right. this daggone degree. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these textbooks that have been written and things like that, but things change, things evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not changing too much out of those textbooks. And there's so much more that you learn through experience. And, and, and that's the thing. That's the biggest, you know, return on investment when it comes to your business is the experience that you're going to gain. Because mm-hmm. that to me is worth so much more than that college degree that with me I'm still paying for help me lord okay it's so much more valuable um because you can't that's not something you you can't teach that you just got to go through it mm-hmm. and um in a sense I just had to you know trust in God and just you know take that first step and go through it and and insert in different aspects so go through it with speaking up in meetings going through it with just leaving the job right. that people told me not to leave because when I left I actually left a uh, a fifteen percent bonus yeah. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I left what was it? Um, Money. Maybe a, a not even that long. They were like, if you just stay uh, thirty days, they were like, you'll be able to, um, you know, get this money. And I'm just like, it's not even about the money. That's I know it. if I stay thirty days, it's mentally going to break yeah. me down. Yeah. Like I'm get done. Like I just hit my ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you get to that place where you can just, you know, start making those decisions and things like that, like that's, that's huge. Yeah. That's major. That's major. major. You, 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 you got out the rat race, right? It's like, right. you know, that, that, that's an amazing thing. And when you look at people who are like, well, the money, oh, if I just stay 30 days, okay, cool. Next thing a year later, you know, you're still there. Right. You're still there you're because being, they'll try to, you know, manipulate carrot. you. That yeah. spirit of manipulation tell is strong, you, y'all. Tell you that dangle of carrot in front of your face, man. Exactly. And there you'll be Chasing Let him it, do it. Be chasing it. And then, you know, another year is gone from your dream. Right. You know, another year is gone from your dream. You got to live, man. That's right. Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome, man. That, that's, that's interesting. Here. I think I think I find out more and more about you every day. We do. And especially mm. we've known each other for what? It was 2010 when we started working. We're now, but. To Carry 2021. One. Carry one. <laughs> 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 Ain't you an engineer? Yes, I am. Okay. So, but yes, we do. We we learn a lot of different things about each other. You know, yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, in different in different ways, and so mm-hmm. we. I mean, I think we did that. It was a lot of times on the front when we're live, you would say something. You're like, oh, for real, I know that. We all learning together. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We all we all learn together, man. All learn together. That's dope. That's dope. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys for the conversation. Again, 
We'll leave you guys with another uh, little little quote from a book I wrote. Uh, <laughs> is this book number 25? Is, I don't this, know. <laughs> I think this is book number 33. Okay. Uh, the, no, 43 this year. 43. So um, it, it was uh, in um, Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon Lee, her book, Be Like Water. She wrote a quote from Jim Rohn and it says, a form of education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. And that's why I appreciate the millennials. You guys rock. All right. I love us. All day, every day. Appreciate you guys and look forward to the next episode. Take care. Till next time. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.